in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second Sunday of the Coptic month, Babel. And during this month, the readings of the four Sundays about the power and the authority of God. And there are four things actually that until now medicine, science, technology has no control and no power. So the church actually is teaching us about the authority of God over these four things in order to let us know that Jesus Christ is God and God actually has authority over things that we don't have authority over. So we are under the care of a powerful God and the powerful God wants us also to, to be powerful. So he is empowering us. And when we know that our God is powerful, we trust him, we will have peace and security. These four things are illness, nature, evil spirits, and death. Illness, there are many diseases and there is no treatment for them. But God can heal them by his power. Last week we saw the paralytic man. And we know paralysis, one of the very challenging diseases. And in many, many times, the best that medicine can offer is just physical therapy. But cannot actually bring a paralytic man back to normal 100%. But the Lord was able to heal the paralytic man and told him, arise, carry your bed and walk. So God has authority over illness and diseases. Today, the catch of many fish, that's his authority over nature. We have four experts in the field of fishing and they spend all night. They used all their talent and their experience, but they caught nothing. And the Lord, when they told them, launch to the deep, cast your net for a catch, they were able to catch many fish to the extent that the boats start to sink. God has authority over nature. Until now, we don't have authority over nature. Earthquakes, we cannot stop it. Hurricanes, we just can predict it. And that's all, nothing. Thunders, all nature, people has no authority over nature. Evil spirits, science, medicine, technology, cannot cast a demon from a person possessed but only through the Spirit of God, demons are cast away. And finally, death. Everyone dies, kings, princes, physicians, scientists, everyone. But who can rise from the dead? Only Jesus Christ rose from the dead on the third day. And who can raise somebody else from the dead? No one. No one except by the power of God. And the fourth Sunday, we will speak about raising the sun 
of the widow at the city of Naim. Through these four Sundays, we learn about the authority of God and the power of God. And this actually helps us to trust God. We are under the care of a powerful God who takes care of us and he is empowering us. We feel safe, we feel secure because we are under the care of the powerful God. The miracle of today, we see how the disciples actually spent all night trying to catch one fish and they couldn't. Simon answered and said to the Lord, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. Sometimes in our life, we follow the example of Peter. We try to use our experience, we try to use our talent, but not relying on God. That's why we fail and we say we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Not only in our practical life, but even in our spiritual life. Sometimes when we fight against any sin, we try to do exercises, we try to use our willpower, our determination, and then we fail because we did not rely on God. For example, if a person is trying to quit bad habits, he tried to exercise self-control. He tried to stay away from temptation. He tries to empower himself and has a support group. But he is doing all these things without relying on God. That's why he fails. So what is the difference between when they toiled all night and when St. Peter said, at your word, I will let down the net. The difference, second time, they were relying on the grace of God. Grace. First time, they were relying on their experience, their talent. They are expert in this field. In order to be successful in anything in your spiritual life or in your practical life, there are two parts important. They have to go hand in hand. First part, relying on the grace of God and praying and ask God to help you. That is the divine part. And there is another part, which is your effort and what you need to do. Although it was in God's ability to make the fish jump from the sea into the boat, but he didn't do this. Because God doesn't want to teach us to be lazy. That's why he said to Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. You need to do your part, but doing it relying on the grace of God. Your part is what you can do. God's part is what you cannot do. Your part is to launch out into the deep and to cast your net for a catch. That's your part. But God's part 
is to order the fish to enter into the net. So in order to be successful, these two things have to go hand in hand, even in our spiritual life. If you want to quit any bad habit or any sin and to repent, if you are doing all these exercises, but without praying and without asking the grace of God to help you, you will fail. That's why Mar Isaac of Syria, he said, if you want to repent without praying, you are deceiving yourself. If you believe that you can repent and live godly life without praying, you are deceiving yourself. We need the grace of God in our life in order to be successful. The grace is available for everyone, but we need to enter into this realm of grace. The definition of a grace is a free gift because if it is not free, then it is a reward. But since it is grace, it's free gift. And given to us, not based on our worthiness, not because we are worthy, otherwise it will not be grace, it will be reward. But given because God is good, merciful, loving, that's why He actually grants us the grace. So the grace is available, but you need to have access to this grace. This free gift is available, but you need to have access to this gift. And the readings of today explain to us what is the access to the grace. In the Pauline letter of today, St. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, for it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. That's grace. There was darkness, but God commanded. He said, let it be light. In the same way, he can shine in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Then he told us how, always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may be manifested in our body. In order to have this light of grace shining in your body, shining in your life, you need to put to death the desires of the body, the desires of the flesh. Why? St. Paul said, the body fight against the spirit, and the spirit fight against the body. The desires of the body fight against the desires of the spirit, and the desires of the spirit fight against the desire of the body. The desire of the spirit are according to the grace of God. The desire of the flesh according to the prince of this world, Satan. That's why when we put to this the desires of the flesh, the grace will shine in us. So St. Paul, when he said, God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, he can work in you. He can shine in your heart through the knowledge of the glory of God in face of Jesus Christ. 
But you need to participate in his death in order to receive this grace. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. The second element, how to have access to the grace, is through humbleness. St. James and St. Peter, both of them, mention God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. When we are humble, we will have access to the grace of God. Prideful will not have access to the grace of God. That's why in the Catholic epistle today from James chapter 3, who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness, in the meekness of wisdom. When we are meek, when we are humble, when we are taking the last seat and putting others in honor in front of us, God will actually exalt us. He told us, if you want to be the first, be the last of all. If you want to be exalted, be the servant of all. When we are humble, God gives the grace to the humble. And the book of Acts explained to us about the power of grace. The power of grace, as you know, Christianity started among the Jews. In order to conquer the Gentiles who were worshipping idols, it's very difficult. How to change their mindset from worshipping idol to worship God who became man. That's why we read in the book of Acts today, from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work which they had completed. Paul and Barnabas, they started actually working and serving, preaching the Gentiles, not relying on their experience, but relying on the grace of God. They were commended to the grace of God. And what happened? Who conquered the world of the Gentiles? Not the sword, not weapons, but the power of the grace of God. Now when they had come and gathered the church together, they reported all that God had done with them. It is God who is working, and that he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. Paul and Barnabas actually start to explain to the people the grace of God being sent on their way by the church. They passed through Venetia and Samaria, describing the conversion of the Gentiles, and they caused great joy to all the brethren. So definitely, when we rely on the grace of God, we will be victorious. We can conquer Satan. We can conquer any sin in our life. We can defeat any bad habit in our life. That is the power of the grace of God. And then, in the Psalms of today, it's about praising the Lord. Make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Sing out to the honor of His name. Make His praise glorious. All the earth shall worship you. The third 
thing to have access to the grace of God is the life of praise and thanksgiving. As again, Mar Isaac the Syrian said, there is no gift without excess except the one with thanksgiving. When we give thanks to God, God actually abundantly will give us the gift of grace. But without praising Him, without giving thanks to Him, we will not have access to the grace of God. Because God doesn't give His grace to the complainers, to people who are grumbling all the time. God actually gives His grace to those who are thankful, grateful. Do you remember when God healed the ten lepers? And only one returned, and he was not Jewish. He returned actually to give thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, where are the nine? Didn't I heal ten persons? Only one, this foreigner, comes to give thanks. Where are the nine? That's why the church teaches us. In all our prayers, we started with thanksgiving. How to have access to the grace of God? Number one, through putting to death the desires of the flesh. Number two, humbleness. Number three, praising God. And number four, we heard it in the Gospel of today. Saint Peter said to the Lord, at your word, I will let down the net. What does it mean at your word? Peter, as an expert, a fisherman, he would say, Jesus is just a carpenter. He has no experience in this field. So how can I put aside all my experience and listen to this carpenter, who is younger than me in age, because Peter in age was older than the Lord Jesus Christ, and has no experience. But Peter obeyed and submitted completely to the Lord Jesus Christ. Against his experience, against his logic, against his mind. He obeyed at your word. It is enough that you said so. I will obey your word. At the same time, when actually we obey the word of God, even if we don't understand it, just obey the word of God. Even if it doesn't make sense to you, just obey the word of God. If God said so, it's enough. Many people right now, they try to challenge the word of God and they try to bring different interpretation for the word of God. That's why they will not have access to the grace of God. They will not benefit from the grace of God in their life. But those who obey God completely and listen to His word, they will have access to the grace of God. But in order to obey Him, we need to know the word of God. We need to read the scripture. We need to let the word of God dwell richly in us, as St. Paul said, let the word of God dwell richly in you. Read the Bible, memorize it, keep it in your heart, apply it in your life. Even if you believe it is difficult, 
but through the grace of God you will be able to do it so these are the four entrances to the grace of God denying the desires of the flesh living a humble life praising God giving thanks to him in prayer and obeying the word of God when we do these things actually we will have access to the grace of God and when we have access to the grace of God then we will be conquerors will be victorious in our spiritual life we can defeat Satan but we know it is not us we know it is God not our experience because I know every victory in my life it's not because me but because of God and St. Paul in today in the Purim letter he explained it beautifully when he said but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of power may be of God and not of us we know that we are these earthen vessels who are taken from the dust of the earth we cannot be victorious we cannot be conquerors but this treasure of victory is because of God so the excellence of power may be of God not from us and he gave so example we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed how come if anything is hard pressed from every side it will be crushed but God it is the excellence of the power of God we are perplexed but not in despair we are persecuted but not forsaken we are struck down yet not destroyed that is the grace of God that is the grace of God that empower us that give us victory we will not be defeated I will not say I am weak anymore no but I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me we are victorious in him when the church speak about the power of God and his authority in order for us to be powerful in him in order through his grace we can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens us glory be to God forever and ever amen